Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Master Books podcast. Today, we are talking about the new language lessons level nine. I know a lot of you have already been deep into that curriculum and loving it. We've gotten great feedback on it. But today, I'm going to be interviewing Kristen Pratt, who is the author of the series Language Lessons for a Living Education. And also, we have Sarah with us. She is the co-author with Kristen on level nine. So we've got a great show planned for you. So thanks so much for joining us. Now let's get started. Here at Masterbooks, we are dedicated to help you disciple your children and develop a strong faith as a family. With Pro Bible Homeschool curriculum and beautiful books that honor God as creator. We offer online courses to help your family worship and serve God. You will also find morning baskets and devotionals for the whole family. Our mission is ink on paper to touch eternity, and we have been publishing Christian books for this purpose since 1975. Find your Pro Bible Homeschool curriculum at masterbooks.com. Well, hello and welcome, Sarah and Kristen. It's so great to be with you today. Good morning. Morning. So Kristen and I have been working together for quite some time, and she actually has known Sarah for so much longer than I've known her. So I want to intro- I want her to introduce to you, Sarah, and tell her the back, tell everyone the backstory. Okay, well, we go back even farther than this, but I'm going to start here. Um, Sarah actually had to attend our wedding <laughs> um, on her birthday. Oh, wow. So, so, yeah, she has sacrificed a little bit through the years. Um, we were a few years older than Sarah and her husband. And when I was pregnant with Carrie Linquist, the author of Let's Talk Science and Foundations Phonics, um, we attended an event as chaperones. And um, Randy actually set up Sarah and her husband, Dave. And so... You know, we've just we've just thoroughly enjoyed watching them start their own family. Sarah, I worked with Sarah. She I owned a company um, where we sold homeschool curriculum and Sarah uh, actually worked for me. And so I have known Sarah on a lot of different levels. Um, When Randy and I transitioned out here um, into Arkansas uh, to work for Master Books, Sarah and Dave stepped in the role of pastoring the church that we had, uh, we were pastoring and transitioned out here from. Wow. So, yeah, we we have quite an interesting uh, background of our lives just intersecting. And so Sarah has an amazing bunch of rambunctious boys <laughs> and our boys, our youngest, my youngest, her some of her older boys have remained good friends through the years. And so we still take some family vacations and um, we're actually looking forward to a big family vacation to Yellowstone this summer. Wow. Fun. So, you know, it's just interesting how the Lord works. Um, I really needed a, a co-writer for levels seven and up. And Sarah came to my mind for the high school level. Um, I, I knew that she had her degree in that area. I she when she worked for me, she did some of the you know the writing, the email pieces, and things like that. So I knew that she was talented in writing. 
Mm-hmm. And so I approached her with the subject and she was in kind of a busy season of life. So I wasn't really sure that it was going to work out, um, but it did. And I can tell you, as I've seen, you never know with a new author how it's going to work. But I have to say that Sarah has been amazing. She has caught on to the writing process and she has a way of speaking to students in a way that's understandable. So I cannot say enough um, on a professional level with the language lesson series um, about Sarah's ability and just her genius with it. So That's I'm so really great. excited. Yeah. And she's, she understands the math master books method and the approach of the, of the language lesson series. She's been using the language lesson series with her own students. Mm-hmm. And so she's just been a perfect, perfect fit. I love that. Well, Sarah, tell us about yourself a little bit and your family, your homeschooling and, um, and what you love about the language lesson series already. <clears throat> yes, uh, like Kristen said, I'm a pastor's wife uh, and have been ever since uh, Randy and Kristen moved down to Arkansas. Um, we have five boys. The oldest is going to be 22 in July and the youngest is 10. Um, and I started my homeschooling journey because I was working for Randy and Kristen's company because uh, I was on the fence. You know, we had a, a small Christian school in our town that I was considering sending my son to. Uh, but after spending time, uh, in their business and in seeing uh, the different types of curriculum out there, I thought I got to do this. And so mm-hmm. I started homeschooling and that was goodness, 18 years ago or something. Um, so we've thoroughly enjoyed it. This is my homeschool room right now, but my my children have been kicked out along with the dog. <laughs> so they're all doing school in the dining room right now. Uh, but thoroughly enjoy homeschooling would, would never have uh, regretted a day of it, honestly. Um, and when Kristen invited me into this project, I definitely was a little bit uh, unsure of myself. Um, but I just, it was just always laying it before the Lord before I would start writing and just saying, Lord, I am trusting you. I know that you have instilled talent in me that you're going to bring out. Um, and he absolutely did. And I really just, um, I, I put myself in a place where I was just going to, follow Kristen's lead. Like this is her brainchild, um, this whole series. And I didn't want the flavor of that to change. So I just wanted to be teachable um, and and moldable in my approach. Um, And so she taught me so much. Um, And I have just, I'm I'm surprised at how much I enjoy writing. It's hard to keep me away from it. Like I have to have some sort of balance because I just want to keep writing all the time you know, ignore other things in my life because I'm so passionate about it. Um, I really want to speak to the student. I I love to speak to their heart. And that's what communication is about, being able to express yourself. Uh, So I've really enjoyed that aspect of it. That's wonderful. Well, Kristen, I love that Language Lessons 9 comes with Pilgrim's Progress, that they work together. And I would love for you to tell us about why Pilgrim's Progress, how does it fit into the schedule And what feedback have you gotten so far? As Sarah and I started um, just thinking about, um, you know, how we wanted to start off high school and, you know, really draw in students, we wanted to find some sort of classic literature that was engaging and exciting and 
would just um, inspire them in their Christian walk. You know, ninth grade is that pivotal um, is that pivotal point. And so we just wanted to, you know, find something that that was wonderful and engaging and rich and, and inspirational. Well, when you look at Pilgrim's Progress, it just checked all those boxes. I mean, it is incredible. You know, the depth um, and the excitement and, you know, it just had it just had it all. And we were blessed that we were able to um, get the rights to create a book that is meant to go specifically with language lessons that has extra worldview built into it. And of course, if you know anything about master books, we're all about worldview. And so this edition has that worldview built into it. Yes. And so we created this, the journey journal edition to go specifically with master books. But the fun thing is, is that you can actually use it for yourself. The moms are wanting to use it. You know, they're saying, hey, I'm going to order that for myself because this is such a timeless classic. It's good for all ages. And so adults are really latching on to it. And, you know, I think it's going to end up as Christmas gifts um, Mm -hmm. every year because it's just a wonderful, wonderful uh, resource. And it has filled um, the need that we have for language lessons uh, level nine perfectly. And so we're just really thankful to Answers in Genesis for being willing to license that to us. Mm -hmm. Um, But... I just think that I think students are going to love it. I really do. And so far, the feedback on the entire course has been wonderful. Um, Every all the feedback that I've seen, people love it and they're raving about it. And so Sarah and I kind of sit back and say, "Whew," (laughs) (laughs) because that's the real test is when it when it hits real homeschools. Right. they are so excited and that makes us even more excited. Um, so yeah, it's the, the reaction so far has been phenomenal. I love that. Well, Sarah, you added a lot to this series to level nine in the series. And I would love for you to share with us the things that, um, homeschool moms and their students can look for in level nine. So I specifically worked on the grammar days and the communication lessons. Um, And my approach with the grammar was very much um, to keep the examples simple. Um, I think sometimes in a lot of grammar teaching, uh, especially in high school, the idea is let's make really, really complicated sentences for these students to pick out the prepositional phrase, you know, and I think sometimes we can totally miss the forest for the trees. Uh, When we make something super complicated, I'd rather have the student really quickly be able to see what part of the sentence um, we're we're giving attention to, rather than sort of be lost in a very complex sentence that is not typically something they are ever going to write or to speak or sometimes even to read. So I tried to keep my examples simple so that they could really get the concept down. Um, So when people look at it and say, well, that doesn't look like a high school level sentence for practice. That's my um, my philosophy behind that was keeping it simple so the student really knows. And as I'm working on level 10 right now, I'm about halfway through writing level 10 um, and 11 and 12, 
um, there will be an increase in the complexity of examples and sentences, but it's never going to be um, as, as really complex as what you might see in other curriculums. Also, as far as the communication skills, I go through discussing, you know, verbal communication, written communication, uh, active listening, which is why I incorporated interviews into level nine and public speaking. And I know the public speaking sometimes, I mean, at least my, my teenagers um, would die if I was going to have them do a presentation in front of their co-op. Um, so there's such a variation between students when it comes to communication. Some are very shy and it's really, really difficult to pull that out of them, scares them to death. Others would love to stand up in front of everybody with a microphone and give a presentation. So how do you write a curriculum that is going to meet the needs of that sort of uh, range of students? Uh, and so I kind of take a gentle approach, like their first interview is just with a family member, just to get comfortable with being able to ask somebody a question and really, really pay attention to what they're saying. Their next interview is with someone who is in uh, a career that they might find interesting. So now we've stepped it up a little bit. Now they might be interviewing mom's friend who's a nurse, right? Uh, and then the last interview is um, interviewing somebody who's in ministry and, and what, uh, how God has used them. And uh, so trying to start them out with an easier sort of thing and building up to something more difficult. Also, with the writing, I do introduce works cited, bibliography. We go over the Chicago style of citing works um, because that can be a scary thing for students who have never seen that before. And so I try and keep it very simple. We only do um, citing like books and websites. Um, you can go into obviously into periodicals and videos and stuff like that. So I just give a very basic approach to it so that they can have some experience with it and not be scared of it when they're in college someday. But my, my, my one son, he's uh, in 12th grade. And for the last two years, he's done a dual enrollment program with an area college. And so I'm seeing what these professors are asking for as far as writing goes. And they really give so much instruction to the student. It's not like parents need to feel like, well, for my child to be prepared for college, they need to know the ins and outs of how to do footnotes and bibliographies and all this. And they don't. They need some experience in it so that it's not a scary thing. But the college professor, the course is going to show you, you know, this is the style I want it done in. Here is a sample paper. Here is a sample bibliography. This is what we're looking for. And I just want the student to get to that point and be like, you know what, that's not scary. I've kind of done that before. Right. That's awesome. So you also mentioned rubrics. Tell us about a rubric. Yeah, so there's rubrics in the back of the book for each one of the five essays that I have the students write. And so the idea with the rubric is that the student would study the rubric and they're going to see in all these different categories of what this essay is requiring, um, what's going to get me between a 90 and 100 percent? What am I shooting for? Mm -hmm. um, and then it goes all the way down. Most of them have, I believe, five different levels all the way down to a 60 percent. So the student can see what they have to do to get the grade they want. And then the parent can also use that to evaluate the essay and see, all right, my, my child has done this. So maybe mm, they're kind of in the 90 to 100 percent here. But this one, they're sort of in the 80 to 100 percent. And they can use that to evaluate the essay. I also have one for the um, oral presentation as well so that they can know what to expect. The rubric sounds like it gives your student a lot of autonomy, a lot of choice in how they're going to do in that class or for that essay. I really like that because then you're bringing in more 
uh, different kinds of skills, thinking, critical thinking skills and, and motivation. And you, you can see how they're thinking maybe on the inside about themselves. And yeah. one of the things I was thinking when you were talking about um, teaching them to do interviews and do public speaking, I walked out of a simple three minute speech on how to do something in college. I left the speech walked out of the room crying and just was mortified to go back. I was so scared. But then I've gone on to do things like interviews on television and Bible study teaching and now podcast. So there's hope, even though you may have some fears and there may be some things that just don't go well, like my speech class in college, but just don't let fear stop you. The Lord has just made a way for me. And I know he makes a way when we are willing to step in. So yeah. excited for your, um, everyone who's listening for your students to have these, um, escalating opportunities to learn and feel confident and do that in the, in a setting where it's not that intimidating, but they do have that experience. Yeah. It's just about gaining confidence. Really. I remember being petrified in school of having to do an oral report. It's sick to my stomach. I don't want yeah. to go to school. Can I please just be sick, God? Can I have the measles, something, <laughs> right? And now I do a ton of public speaking and don't even think much about it. You know, as a pastor's mm -hmm. wife, you're you're up on the stage speaking, you're leading Bible studies. You're, I do it all the time and yeah. it does not intimidate me. So we need to be gentle on our students as well and understand that just because your 11th grader might be absolutely terrified uh, to do any sort of public speaking, um, it doesn't mean they're going to be like that forever, right. <laughs> right? And so if we just give them little opportunities and not really forcing them, but encouraging them and slowly moving them on step by step, it's just baby steps, mm -hmm. um, they'll get to a point where they can be confident and, and do a presentation in college or in their church or something like that. Right. And the more passionate you are about the topic, makes a very big difference yes. in how you're connecting and, and who you're connecting with also. Yes, and that, that is why the oral presentation that they do in level nine is based on their persuasive essay that they just wrote. So for their presentation, they're not having to come up with something different. They mm -hmm. just have a persuasive essay on a topic that they're passionate about, and now they're going to present it. And so I teach how to turn an essay by adding visuals, um, by either creating an outline, um, trying not to just read off your paper, trying to make eye contact and things like that. So I was hoping that that would make the oral presentation a little easier uh, because they already have all the thoughts there on their paper. Right. That's genius. Well, good for you. And thank you for all the work that you've put into that. Um, one of the things I'd like for you to share with us, Sarah, is your heart behind the high school part of language lessons for a living education. Like what is, what do you hope the impact of this is ultimately for each student and globally, because we are an international company? Yeah, I think that I, I put a lot of, I put a, a lot of the gospel into communication, mm -hmm. um, considering the feelings of others. Um, being able to express the gospel in all different ways. Um, we even do a uh, communicating the gospel through art. If you were unable to speak or did not know the language of the person you were trying to communicate with, could you communicate the gospel and God's love for the world through art? Um, so just so many different ways to communicate. And like I said, growing in confidence in that, 
Um, and not just having it be about, you know, is the grammar right? Is the sentence structure perfect? Mm -hmm. But rather, how are we expressing our thoughts? Um, how are we coming to logical conclusions as far as worldview goes? Um, and being able to express that to other people. So I actually just had a conversation with my senior um, and I asked him, I'm like, do you think that, you know, learning grammar rules and writing techniques um, has helped you in college? Or do you think this book helped you more? <laughs> um, because really, uh, this is the introduction to logic. Um, and communication is so much about critical thinking and about taking those thoughts and being able to express them to someone in a way that you are getting your point across. Mm -hmm. And so that's what makes a good writer. I mean, yes, grammar is important and spelling is important, but they are not the main things. The main thing is being able to think critically and logically and learning how to communicate that to someone else. The grammar and, and the spelling, that's all stuff that can be worked on. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we all have different programs to help us with grammar and spelling. Right. Um, but teaching kids how to really think critically and how to express that and to express it in a way that is, um, you know, the Bible says that we our words need to be uh, seasoned. Right. And so there are certain ways to say things that people will receive what you're trying to speak to them. Mm -hmm. And there are ways that you can say the same thing, but your body language and your attitude and all of those things will sink your ship and you will not get your point across and you will not be persuasive. And so I really try and get that across to the students um, as really the most important thing. Absolutely. Well, I, I love that while you were talking about it, I was thinking about our webinar the other night and Randy was bringing up the um, young lady who has done the art for high school students, uh, master books Academy course. And he just mentioned her gentle, sweet spirit that comes across as she teaches. And that's another part of this is that you've got a unique child with their own giftings, the way they've been made to communicate. And one of the things that I would recommend to everyone is to help your child and to pray for your child to have great communication skills, to go beyond the genius that and the brilliance that's been interwoven into the lessons and have the Holy Spirit working with them to communicate for the purposes that they are put here on this earth for. And maybe it's as a mother and maybe it's as a preacher and maybe it's something so, so, so different like in art. But God is so aware of our uniqueness and what's coming and I believe if we simply pray for great communication skills for his glory, then of course he would answer that prayer. Yes. And his word is so full of instruction mm -hmm. on communication. Mm -hmm. It was not hard for me to pull in a whole lot of scripture into the communication lessons. I use Proverbs a lot. Yeah. Um, there is just so much there. So, you know, I teach the students that if communication is this important to God, it needs to be important to us. He has used words to communicate to us. Mm -hmm. um, and he uses people in our lives to communicate his truth to us. And that always, that truth is always received when it is spoken in a way that is loving, in a way that is honest. And so that's the most important part about communication as a Christian. Right. And he used words to create. Yes. I do a whole lesson on that. That he yeah. used words to create. So 
Just as he created the world, we create books, we create ideas, we create movements, we create just all sorts of things. We create unity in the body of Christ and in our homes. It's, there's a lot to it. And I'm so thankful that the Lord has brought the both of you together to help the students that will use language lessons for a living education to do exactly that, to follow the Lord's leading, to follow the word and the work of the Holy Spirit working through you in the production of this publication of language lessons, but also in their unique home and future. So mm -hmm. Kristen, I would love for you to pray over the students and the families who are using master books, using language lessons, and uh, we'll finish the show like that. Sure, I would love to. And um, I just want to make the point that you can see why I was so excited to bring Sarah into this project and to gradually give her more and more and more the responsibility mm -hmm. to take the language lesson series all the way to grade 12. Great. So I'm super excited to see uh, that all develop and off be able to offer such a rich program to students. Mm -hmm. What a what a wonderful thing the Lord started so long ago with the two of you becoming friends and and the fruit that it's bearing now in the language lesson series. Indeed, indeed. Well, let's pray over our listeners and their families. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you with such thankful hearts for all that you are doing within the realm of homeschooling and um, in families, not just in our area and in our country, but actually around the world and how you're using the language lesson series that we have created through your guidance, Lord. And anything that is good and a virtue and worthy of praise ultimately comes from you. Mm -hmm. And you have blessed this series in ways that I'm just just blown away by. Um, you, you've been so good, not just to us as authors, Lord, but to these families that we have written um, these, these books for. And I just pray that you would continue to guide Sarah and I, give us wisdom in our writing, that ultimately the students that are taking these courses would see you reflected not only in their courses, but in their ability and in the direction that they go in their life as they communicate what they know about you, what you've revealed to them, to a lost world. I pray that you would use this entire series to strengthen the faith of children and to mature them and to just gift them, Lord, with the presence of your Holy Spirit, that you open up opportunities and you open up just, just the desire and their minds to be able to communicate your glory and the gospel message to mass numbers of people. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you that you love us and that you have provided us this vehicle of master books to be able to spread the gospel and to give tools to families to raise up a godly generation, which is what you desire. And I just pray a special blessing over the master books families 
and all those who are listening to this podcast, that you would inspire them, that you would encourage them, and that you would give them wisdom and the tools that they need to raise up this godly generation. And I just want to thank you, Lord, for Jennifer and for Sarah to um, for joining us, allowing us to be able to gather and and have this this tool to inspire families. And I just want to pray a special blessing on them, Lord. Please continue to provide for them and to make a way for them to be able to share all these wonderful, encouraging things, Lord, to people around the world. And we just place our lives in your hands. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you both so much for this wonderful time together. I feel encouraged. Hey, thanks for joining us today for the Master Books podcast. It was really fun to do this with you today. We hope that you'll take a moment and rank and review the podcast wherever you are listening or watching so that others can find it more easily. We loved having you here and we look forward to being with you on the next podcast. It comes out every other week, Mondays at 5 a.m. See you then.